0: Maybe I'll just have a piece of bread. At like 11, I thought about doing that. And then I said, no! Have some water. Drink a bunch of water.
1: And that's what your diet is now, is just a bunch of water.
0: It is water and powder, mostly. And vegetables.
1: <laughs> what about celery? Isn't celery the negative calorie food?
0: Oh, because it like takes more energy to digest it?
1: Than it gives you?
0: Yeah, but who wants to just eat celery?
1: I would put the peanut butter on the celery, but no. Can't ants. put peanut butter on it. No. Oh. What can you have?
0: Ugh, nothing.
1: Ensure you should just drink Ensure. Can have day.
0: vegetables. I can have like two cups of vegetables with lunch, two cups with dinner, which is a lot of veg. And is then how
1: many cups are in a can? Because sometimes I just eat cans of peas or cans of lima beans.
0: I don't know ounces, so I'm not sure.
1: Straight out of the can. I don't even heat them up.
0: I would say there's probably, well, what's it say on the thing? Like 16, 16, 12 ounces or something, or maybe eight in a can. What's the number at the bottom?
1: I don't know. 12, I would guess. I have no
0: clue. Yeah. I feel like it's a teen.
1: Even hobos have it better than I do. They at least heat their cans up over a flame.
0: They probably eat more often in the day than you do, too.
1: I would just, uh, I should take off. Have you eaten today? I had a payday bar that's not that's a great one that's a, if you're going to eat a candy bar it's a, it's mostly peanuts
0: yeah, peanut okay
1: peanuts are good, and because I had that uh pasta last night that I ordered, it came blanketed in cheese, <laughs> yeah. spaghetti and meatballs. you order this and it comes with a blanket of
0: does it say that it has that no. Wow.
1: There was a surprise the first time I ordered that from this place. I was like, Oof. I just want some spaghetti and meatballs, and you know what you're getting. You know what kind of spaghetti and meatballs you're getting. It's not going to be the best, but it just serves the purpose. It's mm. like, okay, this exists and it's fine. And then it showed up with all that cheese on it, and uh, I was
0: shocked. I'm having a visceral response to thinking about the picture you sent me, and it's like a, like I'm see like uh, in a cartoon, you know, when the person turns into a chicken leg and they're on a deserted island you should post that, that like, picture your face is turning into a, a just a cheese covered meatball
1: man it's delicious awesome. you should you should post this picture so everyone can see it anyway i okay. was saying i was saying for you well one i ate half of that last night and that's enough calories to last someone for a week i'm sure no yes no and you should you should have
0: eaten it this morning
1: i'll well, eat some more this morning uh, okay. this afternoon by this point. And then you should just be drinking insures. Those things are, well, only the vanilla ones are good. You ever try a stra- Really?
0: The other ones aren't good?
1: No, I got a strawberry insure once and it tastes absolutely horrible.
0: Yeah, the vanilla uh, powder <clears throat> that I have is not very good. Don't like it. What do you put it in? Water.
1: Put it in some milk. I can't. Skim milk.
0: No milk. I think uh uh no mm -mm. i don't know what i can have i can't have a lot of dairy i think that there's some like milk powder or something in in some of the products because like when you make the hot chocolate uh again just another powder it and you put it in water it tastes really good surprising how like creamy it is so I think there must be like a milk substance in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, the powdered milk.
0: I guess so. Which was a superhero. But yeah, it's very I controlled.
1: I made a superhero in seventh grade. We had to come up with superheroes in our Target class. And mine was Powdered Milkman.
0: Oh, you were in Target. We called that Focus.
1: Well, I was smart.
0: Yeah, I was too, okay? But they didn't test me on my street smart Test me on book smarts. Uh,
1: pow- this, here, here's how smart I, I was. Failed. Here's how smart I was. Powdered milkman was my superhero. And the teacher, oh, this is so amazing. This is so creative. It was just a ripoff of powdered toast man from Ren and Stimpy. Oh. <laughs> but she didn't know.
0: That teacher's listening right now, and she's so disappointed.
1: She had no clue. Oh, you're so brilliant, Greg. Yeah, I just am a thief.
0: Ugh, I did that once. I I copied a poem, I think about like Christmas or something, from a Calvin and Hobbes book. And I, I gave it to my mom like it was mine. And she was so impressed. And then she ended up including it in our Christmas cards, which I didn't realize until later, when my cousins were like, did you write this, Autumn? I was like, yeah, because I was in front of my mom and they were like, that's weird because it doesn't really sound like, like you know, I was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's
1: why you got to yeah, change it show. up a bit. You're going to steal something. But, it
0: wasn't, but I wasn't thinking that my mom would then distribute it. And then I get totally busted. But my cousins who loved Calvin and Hobbes.
1: Yeah, unfortunate. Ugh, I hate that. Ugh, unfortunate back series. Now, that's
0: like a scald yourself moment. Yeah, Ugh.
1: it is. That it's that registers maybe a top scold yourself moment yeah you just stole something and it uh, ran wild on you and you were caught
0: Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't admit it I didn't I was I mean I was I was uh, caught in that very kind way where the person's not gonna out you in front of everybody they should have they know
1: they should have taken you down taught you a lesson
0: I should text them now do you remember that they're probably like no
1: oh I'm (laughs) sure that they remember that that's not something people forget
0: What a liar I am. You know, I just wanted to be able to write poetry like that. And I could, I mean, I was doing weird poetry things like taking lines from, uh, from a interview with a vampire and trying to make them into poems, <laughs> like song like, uh, words in, in that Bjork album that I liked so much with the Oh So Quiet in the beginning. Oh, God, it's so horrible.
1: Sorry, I'm trying to look up. I forget which song in The Squid and the Whale. Something like this happens. where uh, Oh, really? Where Jesse, what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The character he's playing, who's in high school, uh, steals a song and presents it as his own. And everyone's like, oh, this is amazing. Like his parents think it's the best. And mm-hmm. then he plays it at a talent show or something and <laughs> gets called out.
0: Oh, God.
1: I think it was a Pink Floyd song, but I can't remember which one. Oh well, doesn't so,
0: matter. So you think you can tell?
1: It doesn't matter which song. Same thing happens. So you know, yeah. I, I'm sure a lot of kids do this anyway.
0: Yeah, I don't. I wasn't. You know, <laughs>
1: they just want their parents' love. And look how oh. creative. That's what's happening in this movie. The parents are getting a divorce, and uh, mm-hmm. he's just trying to find a way to relate to his dad, who's this snooty piece of shit. And he presents this song, and then that's what you just wanted your mom's love by showing how no, talented no, no, no. and creative I, you were.
0: No, no, I wanted because
1: your mom values that. The end of the discussion. I know better.
0: Okay, you're right. (laughs)
1: This is just a theme. I do this before every show. I like telling you. If you go back and listen, this is a trend. Yeah, it's just a running joke for me at this point. Okay. (laughs) What you can tell me the truth.
0: Uh, I think that I struggled with. Okay, for for one, my mom used to always call me say that I was very creative, and then. in a weird way that put a lot of pressure on me to be creative. And so then I, when I wasn't creative, I felt like I was doing something wrong, you know? Um, and also uh, I, that sounds horrible to like blame my mom for that. I'm not blaming She didn't do anything wrong. It was just my, my reaction to it, I guess in some way. And then also um, I wanted to be something that I wasn't, you know, like, Oh, we've talked about like the ideal sort of image or something. I wanted to be a s- something that I wasn't, which was like this deep, uh, talented, creative person. And it's not to say that I'm not those things, but I did it not just have took the you. ability just took at you like th- 8 or 12 or however old I was to like tap into that. Yeah, at it just took time. you 37 and, you know, I years. Like, I have to come up with something cool and interesting and creative. But so I just stole a bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah, it took you 37 years to get to the point where you were deeper than two feet.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: (laughs) What a nice person. You? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher.
1: My name is Greg Russ, and I don't know whose week it is. It's your, well, it's my week, but last week. I feel like I gave you the topic and then you presented it as your own topic. And because of that, look, here's the thing with coming up with topics. It actually becomes difficult. And when it's your week, there's more stress. Like when it's my week to come up, meaning when it's your week, not yours, mine. You understand what I'm saying? When it's my week, it's actually a little more difficult to come up with the topic. Uh, There's stress that's tied to it. And I have anxiety leading up to record time. And yeah. so I passed it off to you under that uh, premise that, oh, you know, last week was really my topic and I gave it to you. So this week is now your week again. So you need to come up with the topic. And man, you really picked a, a doozy, a double doozy from the you ever have one of those from the Great American Cookie Co or whatever the hell it was called. In the song.
0: oh, is that the one that has the frosting in the middle?
1: Yeah, I never had one.
0: Oh, they're
1: you love real them. good. What was it? it? Was that Great American Cookie? That was it, right?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. at the mall.
1: Yeah, surprisingly, uh, this is not the topic, but surprisingly, I never, I, I think I've had the two of those in my life. As much as I like sweets and cookies and uh-huh. the double doozy right up my alley, uh, two cookies with that, that very special frosting in the middle.
0: Yeah, because it's not like cake frosting, it feels like something else
1: it's delicious is what it is because i've well i had their cookie cakes because people had those at their birthday parties oh
0: my god those cookie cakes are so good and soft and amazing
1: yeah and it's the same frosting that's on those the white the (sighs) white frosting not the chocolate writing um but you've
0: really ruined me by talking about all this food that i can't eat
1: oh yeah our whole (laughs) pre-show for anyone who doesn't know is autumn is on a diet because she's uh you're 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 being paid for an endorsement. Give them a plug yeah. on our our podcast. I'll shout. Sure, out.
0: Soda Weight Loss system. Go to dot com. Find the Soda Nationwide tab. Click, oh, just, just do it.
1: Oh, great. So you can't even take this seriously. If you hear Because this, I didn't
0: remember because I started messing up the website and then I was afraid that I was All right. So go to sodaweightloss.com and click the Soda Nationwide tab or something and uh join because uh it really has I've lost I started at 155 and now I'm at 144.
1: Yeah, that's great. It's some great weight loss there. I'll say it with yeah. you. Three, two, one. State of the art. One. Oh. Three, two, well, one.
0: you can't because we're, we're still on a delay.
1: Three, two, one. State, State of the, the art. State of the art. I said it with you. <laughs> but anyway.
0: Anyway, what's our topic?
1: Anyway, well, I wanted to wrap this up. Surprisingly, I just never really ate many of those cookies, and I don't know what it oh. was. I just, I, maybe it was the price. Were they expensive? I don't even know what they cost.
0: Did you eat at the mall typically if your parents took you there, if you went there?
1: Yeah, Taco Bell oh, or Chick-fil-A <laughs> at the Town Center oh, Mall. what?
0: You are so basic. And I the, was always the Asian food place.
1: When I started working in the mall, I would eat the Sarku Japan. Uh-huh, yeah. That was nice, the teriyaki chicken.
0: Oh, teriyaki.
1: Wait, well, what did you get? The orange breaded monstrosity? Ch- oh, there's a little more sauce. Yeah, I got chicken. General
0: Tso. <sighs> General Tso.
1: Fine. So be yeah, it. See, I'm better than you. I'm not going to argue the merits of the Sarku Japan. But uh, yes, I would eat at the mall. I just okay. didn't like the stands, I don't think. The, the Great American Cookie Company was always a stand. And I always yeah. felt like... It, the, there's the real stores in the mall when the malls existed. I don't know what they're like anymore. And then there we're was a the jungles now. Yeah, and then there were the stands. And the stands always felt like con artistry to me. Like, oh
0: yeah, with the people like, La pretty lady, come here, you need lotion for your hands. Yes. No thanks. And then you would walk by them five minutes later because you realize you're going towards the Macy's and not the Sears. You turn around and like, pretty lady, come here, you need lotion for you. like, we just had this exchange. <laughs>
1: Yes, After that offensive portrayal of someone's accent,
0: well, so many we people can, are we, like Persian that are in can, those middle carts, they're either Asian or Persian. Okay, we, sorry, <laughs> I'm not saying it with saying me that they're, that they're St- bad for state their state of the being, art. I'm just saying, state of the art. Okay, <laughs> what's our topic? All forget?
1: right, well, it's a doozy, is what I was saying. It was quite the doozy. A double doozy, yeah, a like was
0: cookies at that place at the mall.
1: Yeah, did you ever eat at that place? I never did, surprisingly. Yeah. And the haagen was also just a stand. I was like, get out of here.
0: Oh, never got yeah, haagen I got Dippin' Dots from that weird machine every once in a while. It was in the Gwinnett Place Mall. It was outside of the Hot Topic.
1: Yeah, the Dippin' Dots, the thing with them was it's been in here for six years. It doesn't matter because it's so frozen. It's flash frozen. frozen in time. <laughs> yeah, this can exist for eternity. Yeah. E- eat the Dippin' Dots, whereas most ice cream gets freezer burn or sure. ice is over. Anyway, this is not our topic. Our topic, let me tell you, it's quite a doozy. It's maybe mm. even a double doozy. I think this is going to beat breasts <laughs> as the number one downloaded show. Yeah. That's, that's my forecast. Get to it. Well, it's your topic.
0: Oh, it is? I thought we were saying it was your topic and I gave it to you.
1: No, no. I was just t- I was saying that it's your topic. You're presenting it.
0: Oh, our topic today is masturbating.
1: What?
0: Whoa, I'm going to send you a video of how I masturbate.
1: <laughs> that's all. That's that's the description <laughs> for this show. And listen to this whole episode yep. and get a free video of Autumn <laughs> describing yep. how she masturbates. And yeah, we're going to have millions. If you
0: don't make it through the whole podcast, then Greg will send you a video <laughs> of himself masturbating. So shoot, Which, pick your poison. It'll be quick you
1: know? because that's the whole point of it. It's like, yeah, just get it over with. Um I think getting into this episode I was even stalling and there's I don't really in theory on paper feel shame talking about masturbation, but there's still this stigma attached to it and I think of people that I know who will listen to this show and yeah. just I and so there's well, it's it's
0: personal. It's not stigmatized, it's just personal
1: but that yeah but why why is it set up that way there's still a bit of shame this should be and we've talked about food so much already on this show but it should be as simple as a conversation about what we eat it's something that most people do except for ones that are so grossly strict it's misplaced that they avoid it even though they want to do it i'm sure that there's a drive i think
0: that it's a little different because you don't orgasm at the end of eating so it's not <laughs> Some you know, people do orgasming and being that vulnerable and talking about what gets you to that place is something it's not, I don't I don't think it's about shame I think that I, it can be about shame but I think our little bit of trepidation talking about it and thinking about other people hearing it it's just because it's highly personal
1: this is true and I don't want it to be about shame I think that a no. lot of people still attribute that feeling to it though but going back to one thing you said that people don't orgasm you ever see someone who's eating a double doozy that look on their face their eyes mm. roll back in their head and yes they make yeah. all the grunting noises
0: well if you think about it i mean eating and sex and fighting are all so i think that they all start in like your reptilian brain which is like the most basic thing in your brain and that's why like when you get drunk like really drunk you want to fight? You want to fuck? Or you want to eat? <laughs> it's because like all the all the complicated, you know, more interesting layers of your brain have shut down and it's just like get your basic needs met, you know? And so, that makes sense that like food and maybe Most... sex noises would be the same.
1: See, that's a point of shame for me when my brain shuts down my brilliant brain that navigates <laughs> yeah. this world so well. Because I've got it all figured out. When it just resorts <laughs> yeah. back to the most basic of needs, then yeah, I really do. I'm just embarrassed and I want to hide. But getting to the topic, masturbation, jerking it, that's only for men.
0: Squeezing one off.
1: I like I like when...
0: Uh, Rubbing one out.
1: I like when jerking it is applied to women, though. Yeah. I just, Do
0: you jerk off, lady? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it amuses me. Yeah. Um, but I Do think you also
0: like it when women say like, suck my dick.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? That would be, that would, yeah, sure. I would probably laugh. Mm-hmm. It would uh, be amusing and then maybe take, you know, the moment and kill it. Cause I'd be giggling. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, sure. What a strange thing to say. Um, <laughs> getting back to the topic though. I think, uh, you know, hitting on the point of shame where you just talking about it being highly personalized though, but uh, you're a parent, I'm not a parent, your kids aren't old enough yet. I mean, I guess they're probably still touching themselves in ways, but it doesn't mean anything. They're more so just- Oh yeah, no.
0: It's not directed in any way.
1: Yeah, they're just exploring at this point. But I think from the get-go, parents don't want to deal with it, or maybe they don't know how to deal with it. I would have no clue how to deal with it when talking to your kid about it. Obviously, you don't want to bring it up out of nowhere, but- you're going to know when it's happening, especially yeah. with with Pete, your boy. That's not going to be yeah. a secret. And I think a lot of parents probably are like ah, mm, and then they just say don't do that. And then this is where these stupid myths come into play, which I know a lot of them are also tied to religion for whatever reasons. I'm not well versed enough to really want to get into that. But, you know, the things like, "Oh, you're going to you're going to what what is it? Grow the hair. Hairy palms. Yeah, hair on your palms. Makes
0: you go blind." <laughs>
1: It's like so scare tactics are implemented yeah. just to get a kid to stop. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Have you thought about this at all? About yeah, w- I have. what you're going to do <clears throat> About like say- what I would say
0: to either of them. I think it would um, – if it is – if it's something that, that they're doing privately, you know, uh, and being discreet about it, then I don't think I would say anything. But it might sort of get me to start thinking – about having a conversation with them about maybe what they may find online, you know, and how what you, and who knows in the, you know, by the time they're masturbating for real, like what, uh, what sort of technology is at their fingertips. <laughs> but um, if it stands like it does now, then I would try and explain to them about, you know, what they see online is not typically what you will encounter in the real world um so you would so, use
1: it as a launching point to talk about like online porn and stuff and that gets into yes. sex but you know strictly as as far as masturbation goes like as a kid myself it's like that no one ever i guess talked to me about it and there was a feeling of shame tied to it like the first time yeah it happened <laughs> which it's like it's i say it's an accident. Not really an accident because there's obviously stimulation happening, but it's like, I, yeah, but
0: you don't know what's gonna happen, yeah, You're just doing it because it feels good,
1: and then it happens, and what well, I, I and it threw me for a fucking loop,
0: yeah, I
1: had no clue, it was scary, and it's Did stuff
0: come out the first time,
1: yeah. I, I know that some people start early enough where there's nothing yeah. coming out, but I was advanced enough by the time I actually got f- fully there,
0: uh-huh.
1: and it's so like, I. And the thing is, like my parents uh, did talk to us about sex, where babies come from. There were never lies. It's like here's how it happens, and I, I was allowed to take the sex ed in school. But for ne- for some reason, I never really put any of that together.
0: And it seems like what what you're taught in school is information, but you, I don't think you have the brain capacity to then apply it to yourself.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't connect either because yeah, it's like well, if I did that, why? It doesn't make sense to think that nothing would happen if you did it alone. But I also didn't really know what I was doing at that point. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is the Spice Channel and there's squiggly lines <laughs> and there's a boob, I think, and just hearing the noises. And
0: uh-huh. I'm really
1: getting into this. And, uh, and it's like, what? Uh, uh, what happened? This, uh, and then I go upstairs to my room and I have to pass my sister's room and my mom's in there with my sister. Like, What's going on? I said, nothing. And I slam the door and I think about it all night and that's awful in my mind that's awful if that's what's going to happen again I don't want to ever do that again but honestly like a day later you're thinking yeah Yeah. but it did feel good and (laughs) then you start having to figure out ways to get it done Uh, and as a boy (laughs) it's like it's a little more difficult Mm -hmm. because there's a mess I have a question yes
0: I don't understand why your mom and your sister were still awake and where were you? Just down in the living room?
1: Yeah, I was in the living room. It was far enough removed, I guess.
0: Oh, so what? rich!
1: It was just, it was just rubbing. You're so it wasn't wealthy. Like, it wasn't like.
0: Well, they were in the west wing of the house, and the living room is in the east. Uh, so.
1: Well, it wasn't like uh, pants were down. It was just kind of. Oh. I was just rubbing.
0: Oh, like pinching kind of. No, there was I no pinch. Like there was no pinching. Do. You know how like guys will sometimes like pinch the end in the middle. No, not
1: that's not oh. what was happening. Oh, OK. Pinching. How dare well, not you?
0: pinching like hard, but like big pinching, you know, like moving <laughs> just, it in and out of your like leftover foreskin.
1: OK, so. see, I don't want to talk about it now. This <laughs> okay. rush of shame. Uh, <laughs> I'm setting it up so it's something you have to figure it out. And it's like, well, what am I going to do? And, you know, for whatever reason, going to the bathroom, it's like this is not necessarily the most comfortable way. I want to be in a more comfortable spot. And then you have to come up with ways and socks is a common thing, but then you have laundry to do and you can't have your parents do the laundry. So you have to hide them and they do the laundry in the middle of the night. And you think I'm getting away with this. And then your parents ask you, what are you washing in the middle of the night? Why are you doing that? And you uh, look, they know they knew they know they didn't say anything. I feel as though if they had said something that in itself would have been embarrassing, but maybe it would have made me feel better for whatever reason. Um, Hmm shame did set in. It's like, I shouldn't be doing this. And it's like, I don't know why that's the built in response. Where does that come from? And maybe just me. Maybe I was the one feeling that.
0: I mean, it is something that you would hide from. I mean, maybe it is because it's, it is a vulnerable and sexual position that you've put yourself in. And you don't want to share that or talk about that with your parents you know and so you want to hide that from them because to talk about your own sexuality with your parents at that age would be ridiculous it'd be horrifying
1: yes yes and so confusing that the whole time is confusing
0: I think what I think I would do if I knew my if I like definitely knew my kids were doing something like that I think that I would just let them know that I'm aware And if they want to ask me any questions, they can. Yeah, I guess that's the best way. And to like, just like, like, let them know, like, I see this. It's totally normal what you're doing. If you have any questions, I'm here. And then if they have questions, I'll answer them honestly, you know.
1: That's probably the best way to do it, right?
0: Totally. I don't don't know any other
1: way. Well, It's true. Yeah, You don't want to overstep the bounds and just force. And what do you say? There's not, it's not like with, with masturbation, you have to say, uh, there's a safe way to do it. It's like you just are doing it. Sex is a totally different it. thing. With sex, yeah. I think you need to get more into the details and actually have conversations that maybe are comfortable, uncomfortable. Yeah. Because that- well, that's what
0: I mean. Like it would kick me off into thinking like eventually, you know, if if they're not doing it already, they're going to find online pornography and it's going to be intense what they see, they're going to stumble across things. They're not probably not ready for, or don't, don't understand. And so I don't want them. I don't want that to set them up for what they expect a sexual experience to be like, because so much of porn is about like getting one over on a woman, you know?
1: Yeah. And so many people get into that, like, yes, kick her out of the van. And you told you you pay her and you didn't.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She's an idiot runaway.
1: Um, There was, there was the, uh, idea uh, uh what's his name freud yes Sigmund? <laughs> yeah that that <laughs> masturbation was like a primary addiction meaning that it's the first of addictions and all addictions uh shadow it it's like a it's oh. shadowing the desire for self-stimulation which i don't know i don't like putting a masturbation in the box of addiction it can become a compulsive behavior but it's also built in naturally it's a drive to procreate uh i mean
0: monkeys and apes do it yeah
1: but like i think that approach to it maybe also is one of the reasons it's set up that way it's like uh, sure maybe it can you're getting you know something a a dopamine burst in your brain and it could lead to this idea that you like just finding pleasure in any way possible but I don't know, when it's an actual drive that's built in to your brain, I I don't know if it's so fair to be like, this is the primary addiction, because that demonizes
0: it from the get-go. No, Freud, I mean, Freud had some interesting things to say about things, but there's a lot (laughs) of stuff that is, I, I don't know, a little bit, what I feel like is based in too much shame. You know about like you know men want to have you know boys want to have sex with their mothers and mothers want to have sex with their sons and your penis a hot dog is a penis or whatever you know what i mean like it's it's
1: well the truth is people people do people do think of dicks when they look at anything that's shaped that is kind of built in
0: yeah but not every hot dog is a dick
1: I agree with you, but even the cover of the little mermaid and me wanting
0: a hot dog doesn't <laughs> represent me wanting to like kill a man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying like there are so, he said some cool things about like the id and the ego and that's great. It's but a stretch. There's just a yes. lot, yeah. It's strange stuff.
1: There's a stretch What yeah. You're eating a hot dog. You hate men.
0: Yeah. Like Wait, a banana. Can I eat that? No.
1: I mean, while we're on the topic of, of food, I did in that book that I let you borrow that you never read. Yeah. The one uh, was the Bill Bryson book uh-huh. made in America about American yeah. language, but it does get into brands for whatever reason. And Kellogg's was uh, Kellogg's Corn Flakes was one of the things. And you know, Corn Flakes was actually uh, designed to be bland on purpose because the idea from Kellogg was that this bland food would curb the desire to masturbate.
0: Oh, yeah, because he was a Mormon or something, right?
1: I don't, was he? He may have been. I
0: think so, because he was was really into... uh, He
1: just wasn't, I don't know if he was a Mormon. Like,
0: not eating meat, like, cutting out all this food, and like... He just was, Yeah, he
1: he was very uncomfortable with sex in general, and he was, like, a loud voice against masturbation, uh, and he thought sex overall was, like, detrimental to people, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and he... he himself, I think, didn't have any sort of sex. But somehow, because he was a doctor, he ran this asylum and he lured people in and he ran these I experiments knew. on them. And one of those experiments was Kellogg's cornflakes, which then <laughs> <laughs> turned into this widespread breakfast cereal that everyone eats.
0: I think I saw the Drunk History about the Kellogg brothers.
1: I haven't seen that. But if you read yeah, that I book, think... if you read that book. Oh, yeah, book, should read the book. How many pages of that book have you read, and when did you borrow it? I don't it? know. You got it uh, eight months ago, and you, maybe you're at eight eight pages. One page? No, a more month. than
0: eight pages. <laughs> maybe a cool fifty.
1: <laughs> anyway, Kellogg's. I mean, this is a brand that we all eat, rooted in the history. It's like here's a health treat. I think that that like one of the first things was like uh, it's
0: not even made of corn. <laughs> Made of corn flour, I guess, but it's flour, right?
1: Corn flakes. I I don't know the way the process of corn flakes. Yeah, like
0: Eric from the Von Hessler Doctrine. He he'll say like, if you want corn flakes for breakfast, and you want corn, then just eat corn for breakfast. And I just want to say, it's not the same. It's like flour. It's it's corn meal or something. It's not corn.
1: I do like the idea of on the box from corn flakes yeah. advertising. It's like healthy, ready to eat yep. anti anti-masturbatory.
0: Yeah, that rooster. I'm not supposed to think of dicks when I I see a cock yeah, on yeah. the front of the box and an ear of corn that looks like a <laughs> like a protruding penis.
1: That's what you do as a parent. You start feeding your kids nothing but cornflakes. Yeah,
0: masturbate
1: such a boring breakfast cereal that it does actually bore them to death it bores them into a comatose <laughs> well, state well if they're
0: dead then they can't masturbate so
1: com- comatose state where they don't want to do anything why do people like cornflakes anyway this is closely nobody tied really to-
0: likes cornflakes
1: it's sell it's a top seller
0: the same with rice krispies i remember asking for rice krispies just based on the commercial and they like
1: yeah when you're selling and then when point, i got
0: them i was like oh the fuck is this bullshit
1: when your selling point is our cereal makes sound Snap,
0: crackle, pop. When, it,
1: when it's not, it tastes good. When the selling point is, hey, it makes a sound. <laughs> Buy it so you can hear this sound.
0: It's fun.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's fun for a second before I eat it, and then I'm so disappointed.
1: People fall for it. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I feel as though, as a whole, we are moving away from this shame and just sex in general, this idea that sex, it really sets people up poorly. It's like you get yeah. all of these hang ups when it comes to sex and masturbating. Mm-hmm. And it's based on these idiots who somehow gained some power or notoriety and put forth their dumb ideas that have persisted for so long and that they're finally just being challenged. It took this long.
0: Well, it makes sense uh, in some ways because of the like the true danger of sex that sex can be. Especially before, um, you know, the uh, maternal mortality rate, you know, was is as low as it is. Like before, it really was pretty dangerous to get pregnant. So, you know, wanting to have sex could lead you to pregnancy, which could lead you to death. That's Either,
1: that's nice of you to think, but all of these programs, I'm not saying that that's why was, Kellogg
0: didn't want people to have sex. I'm saying that's where maybe some of the seeds come from, where it's like then we're going to start mixing it into our religion and then it's going to be something I don't know how to talk about this so I'm going to make it evil and I'm going to make it so your hair get palm hairy palms
1: well the danger is there as you're saying with women and giving birth but it's look all this was set forth by men and men didn't want their women to have had sex with anyone else before they got married and they were able to claim Mm -hmm. them as their own it's this archaic form of ownership and control and that's i yeah. think where a lot of this came into play did they really care about their oh if you get pregnant you may die it's so oh, dangerous no, 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 no. no don't do it because you need to be pure for me and but then then
0: they were also being required there was a requirement for them to also be pure
1: i guess again that's getting into some religion which i i don't really care to go down that yeah, path yeah, a yeah. little too much but and then when people start to question it, like you said, and then they're like, uh, uh and then facts start to come out that it's not dangerous in mm-hmm. this way. It's not so bad. And that's when the stupid things come into play where it's like, oh, you masturbate and you're going to go blind or you're going to get epilepsy and your memory is going to fail or you'll get tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> OK, now we're just at fear tactics, but I guess maybe it's the last step before the breakthrough. And you're like, OK, none of this is real. Mm-hmm. And then you get people like yourself who started very young, never had any qualms about it.
0: Uh, yes. Sex for me was, and, and masturbation. I mean, I also, you know, hit it from my parents. I don't know how well, but you know, I would, I did some, you know, comforter humping as a kid and like make out with my pillow. Uh, Weird things like that, um, and lots of like, uh, uh, sexiness that I you know like I would take my my like pajama shirt and I'd stretch out the neck and put it over my shoulders, you know like, ooh. <laughs> like weird female versions of you know tiny human version of sexy. Um, Who was the pillow a
1: stand in for when you're making out with not the a
0: pillow? Pi- oh I don't know just anything anyone. For oh, it, women, it was Melody
1: also, for, from "Hey Dude" for me.
0: Oh, it was when
1: I made out with the pillow. It was Melody from "Hey Dude"?
0: She was the lifeguard, and she's what's her name?
1: Was she a lifeguard on that show? I don't remember. I
0: think so. I don't I know she if was the, a lifeguard. Was
1: Was there a lifeguard on that show? But she's Ben Stiller as Well, are they still married?
0: I don't know. I think they are.
1: Anyway, that's who it was. Ben Stiller's okay. wife or ex-wife. What's her name? Christine. Uh, Christine something.
0: Yeah, Christine something. <laughs> um. So. yeah the first time that I actually orgasmed I also was kind of afraid. I'm sorry, I'll let you search this one. no I'm listening nah
1: Christine Taylor that's all I can listen Christine Taylor you don't be an Eric <laughs> you're not listening to me I'm listening I was able to listen okay. the first time it scared you
0: well, yeah it did it was I was like it was it was uh I was doing some humping and it ha it was happening I was like, ah! And I would, I stopped, and I like sat on the edge of the bed, and it felt like I was gonna fall off a cliff, you know. And so I was like, oh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna try that again. I'm like, I just keep going, <laughs> and then it happened again. I was like, oh, and I stopped myself, and then I was like, I'm just gonna go for it this time. Just see what happens. What am I gonna die? And then I, and then I, yeah, that was my first orgasm. I was like, whoa, what was that?
1: And then it carried on from there. Weren't you pretty young?
0: Yeah, I can. I feel. I, I don't know how old I was, but I was in elementary school for sure. Um, I'm trying to think about my life.
1: I mean, it's fine. We don't need to put an exact date on it.
0: No, I don't mean that. I'm just trying to think. As far and then for the rest of. My sexual career.
1: Yeah, let's just move into when you're legal age so the dudes will, who are listening to this will start to get what they want.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> Once um, I
1: was of age. No, sorry, go um, ahead. Tell, when your, I, tell your full
0: first, Sorry, sorry. My first boyfriend that I had sex with, I um, I didn't really know how to orgasm with him until, and like I was faking it for a long time with him. um, And then I was like, Oh, I should just do what I do on my own. But with him, and then I started having like orgasms and sex, and that was fun. And
1: the faking it, I, by the way.
0: Ugh, faking it is so dumb.
1: Did he not know?
0: Nah, I guess when guys you're young,
1: when you're young, you have no idea. Anyway, but to me, it, what a ridiculous notion. I would, I would prefer it to be. No, sorry, I couldn't get off then. Oh yeah, I yeah. was faking. I was like, what? <laughs> But maybe maybe egos are that fragile with some dudes where faking it's the better choice because they pout if you're like you can't it didn't work it's okay well I'm not that not was, a I, man I, Freud says that you want to
0: bite my dick off <laughs> I saw you with that those those uh cornflakes I I, no, think I don't know I don't I don't know why I mean I I guess I did it because I you know I'm unable to ask for what I need so <laughs> especially when I'm you know
1: when you're young, you don't know how to ask for anything old. anyway. Yeah. Even if you knew what you wanted to ask for, it's hard to. But I don't even know if you know what you want to ask for. Yeah. At that so point.
0: I I was able and, and it's funny. So I listened to Loveline, you know, old episodes of Loveline. And so many people will like women will call in and say, like, yes, they can masturbate. And yes, they they orgasm on their own. But they're they always say it like this. They're you know, my boyfriend can't give me an orgasm. And I hate that language. Like he can't give it to you. Like it's not his to give. It's your orgasm. Take it. Take it. Get your orgasm, girl. I, and can't, so,
1: I can't take my orgasm with my boyfriend.
0: And it's also, there's the whole, I mean, that's a whole nother thing about like, I lost my virginity. He took my virginity. I know that, you know, those are semantics and some people don't believe in that. But I think it does have an effect on how women are seen and see themselves. My virginity is something to be taken. You know, he took it. He gives me an orgasm. Fuck that.
1: I agree with you on that. It, it yeah. sets up a standard and I'm not trying to say it's worse for men, but not all guys, even if you're not a guy who've used it that way and you want sex to be mutual where both people are actually right. enjoying it and you want to share that experience there is some pressure that falls on you. It's like, I'm supposed to give her that. And if you don't, right. I think that's why maybe you're faking it because some guys do feel as though they failed, but the whole system that aside is set up that it trains a lot of people to think. It's like, yeah, the woman is the passive one in this. Mm-hmm. has a little bit of say, but yeah, I'm taking it from you. It would be your yeah. virginity to give, right. like, I'm giving this to you.
0: You know, and I was going to say about the, the callers on Loveline, they'll say that they can orgasm on their own, they masturbate fine, but they can't have the orgasm with their boyfriend. And it's like, well, have you tried like touching yourself while you're having sex what? the way that you do when you have it, when you have the orgasm on your own? And they're like, oh, no. You know, I'm like, I don't want that. Like, I want him to give it to me. It's like, what are you talking about? You know, and I never had that sort of. I'm not saying that you're crazy for thinking that. It's just interesting, I think, that I never, that never occurred to me to be, like, it's occurring to people to be ashamed to touch themselves during sex, you know? And that was never. You touch everything else.
1: Yeah. Huh? You're touching everything else.
0: Yes. And you're naked and vulnerable. It's just interesting that it's like, oh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that in front of somebody else. I
1: think that still plays into the dynamics and the way they're set up. It's like, if I do yeah. that and then the guy's going to feel, yeah. And women even do think that, I don't know, it doesn't count. It's cheating. Yeah. I yes. would assume she it's think still it's
0: like, Oh, well that's not an orgasm through sex.
1: I would that's assume that it's me still f- masturbating with someone. feels different. Even if you're masturbating and you're having sex and you're connected with a person, there's still, you know, probably something different about it than if you're just doing it alone. Sure. So this idea that it doesn't count or if uh, from a dude's perspective, you're failing. Shut up. Yeah.
0: Oh, she had to touch herself while instead of me giving it to her.
1: I'm so ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm supposed to just, without the whole thing is that's it's this it's this setup. You can't live without me. You need me for all those things. All right. the good things. You need me. That's why I'm here. And then you set the woman up. I'm the only one who can give it to you. She doesn't look elsewhere. She doesn't stray. She doesn't feel as though she can be independent. Right. I need that guy. That guy really
0: gives me orgasm.
1: He gives it to me.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know how. um, I think just having um, a healthy conversation with. I guess a kid who may be going through that, you know, can sort of set them up for, you know, not feeling like they're doing something wrong, you know? And that's what I was saying about like a a jumping off point for eventually talking about porn, because when you see porn, it really is the epitome of like taking something from someone, like taking something from a woman. And there's, there are, there, there are specific porn sites and it's always like for women which is so stupid but it's for women and it's like a man actually cares about the woman's pleasure (laughs) you know and isn't just there and to like get what they want from her unless it's like that's what she's into do you know what I mean and it's still all about her pleasure you know and you know it's not like it's not about a man's pleasure but a man's pleasure comes from a different place like men's. But that's or men's orgasms and, and penis functions can happen with like when they're um, when they're uh, uh, what's it called when you can't move parts of your body and you're in a wheelchair and you're
1: paralyzed.
0: Yes. When you're paralyzed because your your penis and your and your orgasm function doesn't come from the same parts of your brain that a woman's does. If a woman was paralyzed, she can't orgasm.
1: The fact that it is marketed towards women, the, the fact that there's someone out there thinking men aren't into this. this, let's push this towards women. Two people actually into each other. Yeah. And making sure the other person feels good and connecting in a way during sex that can help make it better. It's like, <clears throat> dudes don't want that. <laughs> and that's a problem. That is a. Well,
0: I think. The site that I'm thinking of is run by women.
1: Oh, it's So still, I think
0: it's more of like a safe haven for women to go to.
1: Okay. I mean, that's fair. But still, there is this idea that that's not something. I, I would prefer to see that yeah. than a lot of these videos. And even the way these end, quite often, is the dude masturbating. It's like at that point, it's not even getting anything from the woman. It's just using her as a prop.
0: Yeah. They're to, on their knees. To finish their, like, it. Tongues out. You're like, ew. <laughs>
1: Because yeah, masturbation is control. You're controlling your own orgasm at that point, and then like you're controlling her through it. I mean, yeah. I know we're talking about porn now, but it, the way it does even play into that, I think the whole system's fucked. Quite frankly, I don't. Yeah. I don't know why people can't just talk about these things openly. And then there are again. I do think that there are more people talking about it openly, and hopefully that tide is changing. But there's a whole group of people just all fucked up in the brain.
0: Well, you know, I think that it does sort of s- just like um uh like pot or cannabis and stuff. It kind of swings too far the other way, too. You know, like where weed is supposed to like cure everything and it's not bad for you and there are no negative side effects and it's it's I think that it can cure some things, it can help with things, but it doesn't mean that it's not, you know, it doesn't have the potential to be dangerous. It doesn't have the potential to harm you. It's the same thing with like be, all all this sex positivity. I think it kind of swings too far in the other direction, saying like, "Yeah, sex work, no problem." You know, <laughs> those are just women who like to have sex and they're doing it for money. It's like, okay, no, I'm it- sure there there are a portion of people who do have that, but a lot of it is someone trying to remaster some trauma, and you know, it's not like in its purest form of like, sex work is just totally fine.
1: Yeah, but at that, the, at that point, it's not your place to say what they're trying to master, what they're working through. I do think that sex work, the problem with is quite often, women are forced into it and they've got the pimps and as long as it remains illegal, you're going to have this structure. If it is legal and it's safer and women choose to do it, some of these things you're referencing may still exist in the person who chooses to do that for a job, but I don't know. That's, it's not your place. At least you can make it safer for them. With, oh, I'm with, fine
0: with that. With I'm marijuana. i the idea of making it safer, but also the, the talking about the realities of why someone chooses that work, I think are valid to talk about. It doesn't negate everything or it doesn't mean that they don't deserve support. Well, what are you going to say about weed?
1: Well, that, I think at this point, is strictly marketing. It's kind of the same thing with Kellogg's and the way they position that. It's like once it's legal, then you're going to start attaching all these positive benefits to it so you can start selling more of it. Right. I know that there's some people who buy into it. And I'm sure that there are some benefits to smoking, but there's also plenty of negatives. You're still smoking a substance. Right. Uh, And I know a lot of people at this point vape, and there's different ways to do it, but it also does alter your... Being And if you're doing that constantly, that's not a good thing either. But, you know, that's strictly marketing. And maybe, you know, with sex work right now, I think it's just a push to swing the, the pendulum the other way mm-hmm. because it's been demonized. And now you're making a push to cut some of that out um, and the actual issues and topics that fall into it. Or somewhere in between the two. Like if you want to talk about it realistically, yeah, and make it as safe as possible and get the, right. get it so it's not as stigmatized, then, you know, there's probably different conversations to have. So I, I understand what you're saying, that there's people who push, but uh, I think there are different motives at this point. One's just some dude in Colorado who wants to make a lot of money, dude. Yeah. Pothead, which I don't care. They want to choose to smoke their pot all the time they can.
0: I'd like to try an edible
1: be careful that's all
0: yeah I know they're really intense
1: they just are slow to act
0: yeah maybe I'll microdose myself
1: and give yourself <laughs> I'll
0: just lick an edible and see your, what happens
1: give yourself two hours they're slow to to kick in and that's when people yeah. get into trouble because then like it's not working
0: happening so they yeah
1: <sighs> next thing you know <laughs> four hours later you're gone and you're stuck that way for at least eight hours
0: it really is like Alice in Wonderland where she got too big by eating that mushroom and then she got too small. So she just like licked it and then she got back to her normal size.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give it a go. All right. That's the way you can, can try it. Um, yeah. With, any
0: more stuff to say?
1: Well, with masturbation now, I think moving into it like, uh, as it exists as an adult and once you're there, uh, there's still this idea with a lot of people if they're in a marriage or a relationship that the other person's Um, masturbating, it's a problem, which is ridiculous. I think, uh, hopefully, you know, we kind of hit on that with just the dynamics of the way it's viewed and what a man's role and a woman's role is. But I guess the guy's allowed to jerk off whenever he wants, right?
0: Well, a lot of women have like, feel like that's cheating. Like, especially like if men are looking at porn and masturbating,
1: I think it's have, if it's having a negative effect, on there's like if anything if else. They're not
0: ha- if they're not having sex with you at all, but yeah. Then they're still masturbating.
1: I was going to say it probably doesn't have a negative effect. It's just it's a result of things being wrong in the relationship and not right. going well. Symptom. And then and then yeah, and then maybe the porn consumption ups itself, and you're mm-hmm. jerking off a lot, uh, avoiding actually having sex with your partner. But um yeah, I wonder if like. Same-sex relationships, how it plays Mm -hmm. out. Because that dynamic that we're talking about doesn't exist, the man and the woman dynamic. And I wonder how it's different if it's two men or two women. I would assume probably healthier. Yeah. (laughs) Just because there's an understanding. It's like, all right, we're both men or we're both women. We both understand this, and there isn't that that. Structure in place where the man is supposed to please, and yeah, or if it's two men, it's both are pleasing. I, I, you know, it's an interesting thing. I don't know how to answer it or talk about it.
0: Yeah, I I do have the uh, assumption that it would be like healthier, like a healthier look at it because, yeah, you're both in the same mindset as far as your gender.
1: You remove a a bunch of, yeah, there's preconditioned. Neuroses. It's right. like, okay, that doesn't necessarily exist so much. Right. The um, gender
0: roles. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then going back, the yeah, avoiding, I don't know. I, I think that masturbation in relationships is totally fine. It, it is. It, it's
0: something that is the first, you know, sexual experience is typically with yourself, you know? And yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's the, it's sometimes it depends. Like sometimes it is better than having sex.
1: Well, it's easier. And if there's yeah. a, th- if you just want to get it done and if you're having sex in the way I would prefer to have sex, where you care about the other person, no offense, but it takes a little more work. And sometimes like, I, don't, I don't want to do that right now. I just want to yeah. take care of a deed and right. get it finished with. Uh, <laughs> and that doesn't, to me, that's not a bad thing. No, they represent two different sides of the same coin. And then we can get into the whole discussion of toys, which I feel like offends some people like, oh, you're using another object that isn't me. See, now I'm falling into this trap that I always get into where I think dudes are just dumb apes and incapable <laughs> of actually yeah. thinking any deeper thoughts and everything is just, uh, you know, a offense against them. Uh huh. But I'm all well, because for it.
0: Sometimes it is.
1: It could I mean, sometimes, be. I'm
0: sorry, not, not that it actually is, but sometimes that is the way that people see it.
1: It could be. It can be a symptom of something. But up front on its own, a woman using a vibrator, great. Do it. Does it help? Does it make it feel better? Wonderful. Yeah. I'm all for it. And, you know, I guess with men and the toys, it is interesting how much further it goes where you get into the sex doll I don't there's a bunch of psychology oh. there there's yeah. that's a whole other episode I feel now
0: a sex doll I can at least I can connect the pieces to when it's just like a torso that's what I'm like what? like there's no head or arms or legs
1: and it's just this disembodied it's
0: just this disembodied torso
1: <laughs> yeah that is much creepier than the full doll but I think the full doll some people love it and they take care of the doll and they cherish it and they protect yep, it
0: They bring it places but
1: I feel as though it's an easy way to like I can do whatever I want and it's probably not fair I don't the fact that there's a woman's sex toys are relatively limited. I'm sure there's male sex dolls out there, right? But how much How uh, compared to... Well, that's the
0: thing. We don't want... Like, our fantasies are not of having sex with a man, necessarily. Our fantasies are, like, you know, a man being strong, you know? The thing the
1: sex doll can't do. It's just limp, except for it's plastered dick. I mean...
0: I mean even like a like a vibrator is still me using my head and not my physical body to do something. You know, whereas a man uses their physical body I feel like to have sex with a sex doll. But I mean yeah, women like sexy dream like I had a sex I had I had a wet dream once which I guess should just be called I orgasmed in my sleep. Um because I was dressed As a man, I wasn't a man, but I was dressed in like a suit, like as a man would dress. And there were the I was at this really fancy place and there were there were these female nude statues, but they were real women. And I went up to one and I rubbed my hands down her naked butt, not slow, just like woo, like that. And I had an orgasm in my sleep. Like that's not anything that a man could connect to have an orgasm about. Orgasm, I mean like thinking about sex for a man is like, you know, Becky, that I saw, that I see, she's she's the checkout person at the grocery store. Like that is the, for me, it's more like faceless man, you know, picking me up and taking me somewhere <laughs> you know like that's sexual to me
1: yeah the fantasies and obviously men are much more vis- visual which right you know why sometimes i think they're like without porn i can't even do it which there's been plenty of times without porn i was like you can think about a person i guess it is usually a person uh that isn't faceless um but you know it's i as far as People sending nudes, like someone that you're with and they send a nude to you. And it's like, I, as a man, I like that. But you're also at a spot and it's like, I am thinking about this person and there's still a connection there. And anyone who thinks that, you know, masturbation is a lack of connection, it's like, sure, I guess if your partner sent you a nude and you weren't into it and it disgusted you and you (laughs) wanted nothing to do with it, that's a sign of things being wrong but it's yeah. like yeah it's like great you sent this and now i can think about you and do this because i'm a dude and need some visual stimulation for the most right. part and it's Women, a nice thing like- i also i also view that as like a sacred thing in the sense that you send a picture this is going to be safe i feel like a lot of dudes end up getting pictures and like then they use it and then they show their friends or they release it online if some yeah Like th- they break up and like ah, i'm gonna put it out there
0: Revenge porn. Well,
1: it feels like a risk as a woman to send pictures like that. And then guys can't understand if they send a picture of themselves to a woman, why it doesn't turn her on.
0: Right. Because they're doing what they think we want, which is just like a part of my body. (laughs) And I've said this before. I would much rather have a picture of your forearm than your penis. I feel like I could get not. It's not like I would get a lot of pleasure out of some a man's forearm, a manly forearm, with like a nice pocket watch on it or something. I'm not saying that I would. You mean a pocket feel... watch
1: on the yeah. Uh, there's something mean, about like. You mean a, just a wrist watch, or you want sorry, you want a pocket a... watch being balanced <laughs> on the person's forearm, forearm? You know,
0: when I said it, I thought it was wrong, and I didn't go back and fix it.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry. Wrist watch. Don't lose your train of thought.
0: Okay, I'm not saying that I would, you know just like a man getting a nude of a woman and he could masturbate to that i wouldn't masturbate to someone's forearm but i would get more sexual information from a a masculine forearm than i would someone's penis because your penis is like if i don't know you or care about you or even if i do care about you i don't need to see it personally i don't need to see it that is not the thing that i'm like fantasizing about
1: i think i'm fantasizing
0: about how you have sex with me or like what you do while we're having sex not the sex itself that's like hard how you touch a face or like touch a lip or like pull a hair you know, like uh, that's what i'm thinking about i'm not thinking about in and out, in and out, in and out.
1: that's hard for dudes to understand i feel right why wouldn't you want to see this it is yeah, representative of all that is sex this is sex this picture is only what My sex rod. is so why don't you want to masturbate to it
0: and in those pictures, did you ever go on um, Craigslist for like people seeking people or whatever? Yeah. It and it was only- all just filled with dudes dicks and they would like push down <laughs> so hard on their pubis to <sighs> like get their be- dick to look bigger. <laughs> as
1: big as possible. Yeah. Which look, that's-, that's like
0: digging a hole around your mailbox and talking about how tall your mailbox is.
1: It's true, but it's also <laughs> fair in the sense that when you're having sex, it does push. So there, there is that part that also gives you some more length. Okay. But, yeah, to have to show it off like that and push <laughs> you know, push down.
0: <laughs> and then you can see, like, their toes in the background. It's disgusting. <laughs> see, that's something that a man would never notice. If I had, like, a gross toenail, but my tits were in the picture, a no, no dude cares about those toes. But women, well, that's the first thing you see. And that's what you send your girlfriend. You're like, look at his toes. Bro. Well,
1: a dude who's into foot fetish could probably pick that out. So you see your yeah, but your, you'd be
0: sending him a picture of your toes, not your feet. We
1: well, you see, it, yeah. You I mean, I'm see,
0: sorry, not your tips.
1: Well, if they were in the picture, he would. But I, yes, I understand what you're saying. There could be so much going on in the background, just all booger hanging out of the nose if your face. Is, <laughs> doesn't after the well, fact, just, maybe. I've seen
0: those those dick pics on those Craigslist things where it's like, you know, there's just some like sock on the floor. I'm like, dude, really?
1: Because <laughs> it's just about the one thing. That's right. The disconnect is unbelievable. You can use that to to explain everything that you need explained about what most women want from sex, which is not your dick and not just the act of it.
0: If it's what you want, it's probably not what she wants, like in your base level.
1: I would send a picture, though, if someone asked and wanted it, I guess. Well,
0: then she asked. That's different. No, but face. to have like a sexy conversation and then to be sent a dick pic, it's like unsolicited.
1: Ah! Yeah, it's just you missed the mark there, and it ruins everything. Yep, I, would,
0: I would, it would kill everything, all the sexiness that we just talked about.
1: And then you would because just go. That's what
0: I want is like the not. I don't. I don't want the. I don't feel like a lot of women masturbate with like a dildo. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just like a, just alone. Sex. Yeah. Yeah, alone. No one is like, <laughs> like shoving that in and out. It's something else anyway
1: it's a tool that can be used (laughs) right at that point but it's not just the act of the dildo going in and out
0: right and if it were a man that is all they need all they need is that pocket pussy thing or like that (laughs) fleshlight like that's what they that's that's the equivalent
1: you still have to clean those I know there's always something to clean
0: especially like those torsos how do you do you have to like put that under your arm like you're carrying a big suitcase and take it into like the shower or like your kitchen sink? What I would. Ass, I
1: don't know. I, there's a, I assume there's a cleaning solution that you use. But it's kind of the Alcohol last... Or
0: maybe so It'll dry?
1: It's the last thing you want to do, I feel, after. Like, oh, I have to clean this up. I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. That's why you just masturbate into a sock.
1: I mean, there's oh. sometimes... Yeah, there's sometimes like after the fact, uh, you forget to close tabs on a computer when you're going through and you've you got six tabs open. You're like, which one's the one that gets it? <laughs> then... <laughs> And then after the fact, you're like, ah, and you just forget, and you forget to close them, and then your girlfriend comes over and finds them, and you're highly embarrassed. I'm not speaking from experience, so I am, but it was, I was like 22.
0: I recently (laughs) forgot to do uh, private browsing or whatever on my phone, and then I opened it later and saw, like, ah, and then I had to, like, delete my, (laughs) like, browsing history because <laughs> i don't even want it to come up in the top you know like if i'm just searching like pinterest i don't want Pornhub to come up
1: what's well, also that is a private thing too and like like this is my inner world
0: yeah you're like oh japanese masseuse that
1: kind of ties it back to the ah, beginning I got here. <laughs> it, it ties it back to the beginning even if you are comfortable with it you don't want other people necessarily seeing what it is you're looking at so yeah. anytime it would pop up, there's a risk of it. There is an embarrassment. Like when I'm talking about my girlfriend found, I'd left the uh, the browsers yeah. open and she'd gone to my apartment. I wasn't home yet. And I was like, what is all this? Like, oh.
0: <laughs> she said that to you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think she was maybe still in the mindset that it meant something was wrong. Uh, I don't know. But uh, I
0: would have left it there and not said a word.
1: Oh, you mean you would have seen it and never said anything?
0: hmm I or I would close the tabs for you and not mention it.
1: I think it's worth talking about. You wouldn't present it in a shameful way, though. Like, I, But you joke about it and still be embarrassing.
0: Yeah. I might not say. If it kept happening, I'd be like, yo.
1: Start closing <laughs> your I, tabs.
0: Yeah, close your tabs. What's your tab count? Sniff.
1: Why are you doing laundry at 2 a.m.?
0: Uh, I don't know. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, please like and subscribe. And please rate us on iTunes. Uh, and uh, support our sponsor, HoffandPepper.com. You can get 15% off of some really great hot sauce. Uh, it makes a great little stocking stuffer. They have deals right now, so go check them out. You can get 15% off with the code 1TOPIC15. So please do that. It supports us. It supports a local business in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And uh, thank you. Goodbye. Hey, Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce?
1: You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it. I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot.
0: Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? Zero fillers, additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hop Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana-style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once. Not twice. Three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing.